Hello, everyone, all you horror fans out there. This is the Trio Blood Podcast. You are dealing with Christian Creasy, Lionel Chapman, Ira Childs. Yes, in today's podcast, we are going to discuss certain f- films that had a shocking ending that left you like, wow. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Did that just happen? Damn. <laughs> so uh let's get into it man so our first film is what is it uh we have uh, our top film i have the list right here somewhere do you have it on the info would you like to go with seven yes yes let's start with seven directed by david fincher it was a budget of 34 million dollars and it grossed three hundred and twenty-seven million and thirty dollars at the box office. This okay. movie starred Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that. Let's talk about it. I mean, the Dark. story itself. You know, it takes place within a seven-day period of the week. Mm-hmm. You have two detectives, one young, which is Brad Pitt's character. One old. You have Morgan Freeman. Freeman's character, who's on his last week of retirement and experience, and it's like fed up with everything. Um, and they try to solve these mysteries. And this guy's using the seven deadly sins mm-hmm. as a way. And at the end, <laughs> the ending, my God, oh my God. It <sighs> so John Doe turned himself in, mm-hmm. drove, he told them about the two dead bodies. They drove him out to the desert, and the way he's so maniacal and had it set up, he had a delivery guy deliver a package out there. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman's character go out there, grabbed it, opened it, and he looked at it, and he shot, and he was like, tell him John Doe has up your upper hand. He kept fucking with him, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned his wife. What's in the box? Yeah, what's in the box? Mm-hmm. And he said... Yeah, she begged for her life, and they found out it was his wife that he killed. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys agree with... Wait, we ain't finished, though. We ain't finished. At the end, he shot him. Remember? Yeah. Because he mentioned she begged for her life, not just for her life, but her the baby inside. He didn't know. (laughs) That was a shot. put him over the edge. That put him over the edge, and... He pulled the trigger and blasted him. That was, that was. Do you guys agree with what he did or would you let the law? (sighs) Vigilante justice is always uh, a blurred line because you want that justice, but you Mm -hmm. also don't want to jeopardize yourself either Mm -hmm. because you are acting off of emotions because you're so close to what happened. I think as well, I think he brought that on himself uh, because she, first of all, she didn't want to be there in that city in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's another example of bringing your work home. You know, he was so obsessed with catching this killer, mm-hmm. you know, leaving his wife out, leaving, leaving her at home by herself, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, for me, I can understand why he did it because it was his wife and his 
mm-hmm. baby, you know, he was having a baby. He didn't know. But uh, if I was in that situation, it would take everything in me not to pull that trigger. But I definitely would beat the living shit say, yeah, out of him. I would have gave him a left uh, and a right. Definitely yeah, sure. I would have beat the crap out of him to the point he almost mm-hmm. was dead. I would have took the gun, bashed his I, hand. I agree with that. I would have said, uncuff this motherfucker so we can go at it. No, I will fuck yeah. him up. But, but you see how we put so much into... Um, Say what we would do to this character. I just want to say big shout out to Kevin Spacey for making us feel this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did a hell of a job. Yes, sir. Acting wise. And yes, he did. So he, he did a, a, a great job. Yeah. Wise yeah. with this, uh, with this character, because I can believe he was, you know, not crazy, but you can understand his motives behind it because he was getting tired of what's going on with the world. He mm-hmm. was getting tired with people and society and what's going on. This is another uh, example of taking a law, like you said, Ventilante justice. Yeah. That's why he kept breaking down in the car. Like what I do is crazy or I do is like innocent people, innocent, a lawyer, a greedy lawyer <laughs> who gets people off. Mm-hmm. Who's about the money? That's Lord. He said, "I, I, 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 this huge, gigantic, fat man who, who look at him. That's what he said. You and your friends will make jokes about him. Who doesn't really care about his health? You know, really, a woman. You're talking about the supermodel, yeah, who loves how she look on the outside, hates what she feels in the inside, and what he said. Let's not." Is, uh discuss the disease spreading horde. <laughs> um, and the and the guy who owned drugs so lazy he he don't wanna yeah. get himself clean or work for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was if you if you think in. about it, this film could have been in the Saw universe. Or could have been like an origin story, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Definitely could have been. It's like close together. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen Seven, check it out. Check it out because Matthew Reese. Seven has a big influence on Matthew Reese, the Batman. If you have seen the Batman, the way it was shot, the lighting is exactly was is very heavily influenced from Seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's check out Seven. And our next film, Big Shocker, it's one of my favorites. Uh, is you know, it's the mist by Stephen King. Yes, oh yes, my yes. God, that ending. This Jesus movie will have you rethinking your life after watching it. <laughs> but it's so good. It's so it, good. It's really good. It's it really is. good. I mean, me being a huge Stephen King fan myself, and read like twelve of his novels that I have on my shelf. Oh, cool. Uh, this movie is and starting the, the man who played the Punisher, Thomas Jane. Man, come on, come on now, <laughs> come on. The, the Miss Baby. It was uh, who was directed by? Uh, it had, it had take a it. um, a little <laughs> sci-fi monster horror movie thing going on. Yeah, um, which really made it an exciting movie. Yeah, um. The characters were believable. The scares were there. The 
the the practicals along with the CGI just all gelled together to make this film what it was. Besides all of that, yep, you get to the ending. Yeah. yeah. And the ending, like I said, will have you rethinking your life. Because mm-hmm. the ending, he... Oh, man. <laughs> so, to, to set it up, we have four survivors. Yes, sir. Yep. Who, they got away in like a minivan or something, right? Yep. You they got anyway. away in a minivan. Uh, pre, that uh, Stephen King and his novels always talk about this secret organization called The Shop. So, if you... He mentioned he mentioned the shop. It was in the stand. It was the shop facility that fucked up the virus and got the Captain Trips or the super flu in the book of the stand that caused the pre-apocalypse. It was the shop in Firestarter. Okay, he talks about. There was another organization who also uh, did uh, stuff with. Uh, uh, with the uh, um, with experiments with humans, with abilities, because they did in, in in so yeah yeah so it was the shop who fucked up again in the mess who let out these monsters. Okay, yeah, that's okay. why you have this mess out here. It was the shop who did it. Okay, yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so we had the last four survivors in this minivan. Just moving along the trail, they run out of gas. So they're thinking like, ooh, we don't have no other choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we get out, we're dead. But if we um, take our own lives, Mm -hmm. maybe we can, you know, have some control over our lives, if you want to say. So the main character... Uh, played by Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. He shoots the old couple on the back. David Drakton. He shoots the the passenger. And I think he ran out of bullets. But that's not the kicker. The kicker is he tries to kill himself, but no bullets. Now, the fog or mist starts to clear up. And all the army and the Navy or whoever that was... Showed up right there to rescue even, even the lady that lost the child. Yeah. So just think, 20 more seconds for everybody and everyone would have survived. Yep. But they didn't have the patience. Nope. Yeah. And the key, and what I got away from that last part is like, you, you never know how close you are, so be patient. There you True. go. Don't give up. There you go. You never and that goes in life. You never how close you are to achieving the goal and fulfilling the purpose that you was meant to do while you are on this earth. Uh, you never know how <laughs> close you are. Cause never uh never give out. True. Never give in. Never give up. And never give up. Especially at the last moment, <laughs> man, that ending—I yeah. was shocked. I, I was left dumbfounded because this movie Everybody. came out two thousand seven. Yeah, this movie came out when I was in college, and I went to see. It. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It, it says that uh, the central theme explores what ordinary people are driven to do under extraordinary circumstances. That yep. was definitely extraordinary. Yeah, 
But could you imagine, though, the guilt he has to live, live with, with after the fact? Yep. Yeah. That's what threw me. I'm like, I just went <laughs> I just would have had to deal with the consequences. Not I'm talking about not killing his family, but just taking that road trip and see where it's gonna lead us, you know. Yeah. The ride in the van. Because the Well, no you know they ran out of gas. Yeah. So they were they were stopped. They were stopped. And they just thought it was the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which it wasn't. Because they had it, they end up having it under control again. That goes to what you just said, uh, having faith. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You, you never know how close you are. So I couldn't do it. Could y'all do it? No. No. Uh, no. No. I couldn't do no. it. Nah, man. I couldn't do it. I was like, forget that. They're going to have these monsters going to have to kill me. I'm, go, I'm going out swinging. So I don't want that on my uh-uh. conscience. Yes. So Watch the Mist by Stephen King. So. All right. Yep. Our next film. Would be the rental. If you, if you haven't seen that, this know. this was a sleeper. To be honest, it was a sleeper. Uh, I didn't actually watch it until Lionel recommended, and it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I remember watching it. I remember because Lionel recommended I watch it at home, and that shocking ending. <laughs> it was something. So the rental is about this psychopathic maniacal killer who who goes rents out uh homes or airbnbs then when he does he sets his own equipment up spy cameras and everything and spy on people that comes to rent out because after his rent is his uh rental is due, due he stays back in the area and watches mm-hmm. and he picks out a couple and that last scene <laughs> this couple sleeping in the bed and he just walks out with the knife and he he goes to the man and bam it comes right to the credits I'm like oh sh- they don't even know I'm like my god but put that into real reality you know what I mean that's what makes this movie scary because we all may have went to an Airbnb and mm-hmm. things like that. And you're thinking it's all fine and dandy and somebody come out of the vent and stab you right up. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause, so, yeah. I think this happens. This kind of stuff happens in real life because this is like so reality based. Right. It's like this is act, this actually can happen. Yeah. yeah. Shit, make people want to <laughs> rent out those Airbnbs. Airbnbs. Man. Yeah. Remember, remember the hotel room we seen with the hidden? Yep. The hidden thing, yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker put cameras into the shower heads and shit. Right. You watching people take showers and everything. <laughs> and sh- you know. <laughs> Interrupting people, couples' private intimate moments, moments and stuff and stuff. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> shit. Creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. But if, if you guys haven't seen that, please check it out. It's yeah. on streaming platforms. Yep, you can watch it. It's on, I believe it's still on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Let me check. I'm going to look at my phone right here, going to my Netflix account. You know, it should be uh, the rental. The rental, which was directed by uh, James Franco's younger brother. Yep, it's still here. David Franco. David, Fr- yep, directed by David Franco. The budget was what, like uh, $3 million? The budget. The budget was $3.5 million and the box office was $4.3 million. Yeah, Dave Franco, yep. 
right, written by Dave Franco, Joe Swan, Swanberg, and Michael Jimsky. Shout out to Dave Franco. You did your thing, man. Yeah, Absolutely. this was very good. Very good. Well shot, too. Uh, so, oh, guess what is on Netflix? The yes, Pope Exorcist is on Netflix. So check that out, people. Oh, definitely. Just a little sidebar. We're going to talk about that, too. Okay. Pope Exorcist. But go check out the rental. So next on our list of the most shocking endings is... The Strangers. The Strangers. Oh, now this, this movie was... Crazy mm-hmm. and suspense. It's actually one of the movies. This one of the movies that influenced one of my stories in my horror film, A Haunted Halloween. Um, currently in pre-production, but uh, that ending because this is actually happened. It was off a of, off a of true story because mm-hmm. this actually happened. Like the movie came out when the strangers came out in two thousand and eight, right? think 2008 I believe and it happened like a couple of years before yeah 2008 yeah 2008 and it happened a couple of years before and my god the ending with this couple uh, the couple was coming from a marriage from a wedding Uh and they getting stalked and tormented by these three mass killers and at the end, they caught him, tied him up in this broad daylight, and proceeded to slowly just stab them to death to, as they die. At least, I think, one of them, in the movie, one of them, like, survived, but I think they, in reality, both were dead. Yeah. And what, and a, and a kind of ironic thing, at the end of the movie, you see these young Young boys who's evangelists, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. They the killers go in their pickup truck, unmask themselves, you know, they're getting together and they're riding and they get a, a Christian pamphlet. I'm like yeah. the irony. <laughs> then the boys go in and see all that horrible yeah. blood. Because that's how they actually found the bodies. Who are these people? Yeah. And at the end you see uh Lee Taylor, I think is on her name. Lie I think it's Lie Lie Taylor. Lie Taylor. Uh, character scream ah, and that's the end of the movie. But that ending was shocking. Yeah, Liv Tyler, Liv yeah, Tyler, Liv Tyler. Uh, the for me, this was one of my favorite movies. And to quote Dave Chappelle from Half Baked, it was the shit. <laughs> but for me, the ending was a big letdown. I want to say if this was a 90-minute movie, 85 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. you are on the edge of your seat because it's hella suspenseful, it's uh, scary, it's disturbing, it's mm-hmm. menacing, it's all of these things. And when you finally get that payoff of what are these killers going to do, mm-hmm. they just get a, uh, uh. I mean, no, no I, I don't no. know. That, I mean, that for me, that was that was shocking, though. I guess they just left it up to the audience to uh, have their own assumption. Because the buildup is like, okay, what are they gonna do? They got the knife. To me, that was scary. I mean, you tied up, you can't do nothing. You looking at the love of your life. I just wanted to get a reveal of at least one of the characters. Well, that made it more minutes. Um, 
Menacing, yeah, and scary. Mystical. At least, you know, if they was getting stabbed and they put up a fight and a mask was grabbed, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking bats to the head or somebody getting their head smashed by a dresser or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They was taking their time stabbing them to death, but... I but mean, that's just horrible it's still a great way to movie, die. Though. Yeah, it is. It's still a great Shout movie. out to Jeff Speakman. Yes. Yeah. Go they, see. Check out The Strangers. And last but not least, the shocking ending that I also was I love was the remake, 2006. Texas. Chainsaw. No, it was in 2000, 2004. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Directed. By uh, the guy who did, uh, what's his name? We met him at Days of the Dead. Yes, sir. Festival. But he did the remake of night of, of Friday the 13th, 2009. But that shocking ending when the, when the police officer going down the stairs of the, of the Hoyt house <laughs> with the cameraman. And you see Leatherface coming out. That mm-hmm. shit was scary. It shocked me. You just see uh, in, in the last clip. Of him, you know, in a photo with the guy. This is the last photo you've seen was of uh Yeah. Of Leatherface, the man that known as Creepy. Leatherface. You know. I mean It's like, man, before you go somewhere, make sure that the area is secure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's always about. Like yeah. make sure the area is secure. It's like, come on. Yeah. You know, you going around examining the downstairs where he tortured and butchered and skinned and they ate people at, you know, you see all kinds of stuff down there. Make sure the area is clear, yeah. man. You should have yeah. some bodyguards or something. You was a cop. You was a cop, <laughs> bro. They don't teach you this, but you know, cops these days. something. You know be. what? I also think in that town, they're more relaxed than it would be in the city. You know? Yeah. So he got a little too comfortable. It mm-hmm. wasn't expected anybody to be down there. And surprise. Pack. That's what happens when you live in a small town. But you know what stood out to me? <laughs> that freeze shot of Leatherface. It was scary as hell. Dude, uh, you messed up the joke, man. It's a small town. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're in a small town. But yeah. That was uh, scary to love face. Yeah. <laughs> he got quiet. He like, damn, I did mess up the joke, didn't I? I'm just thinking right now that scene is in my head. Which one? The last part. The last part. Oh. The, he says, this is the last uh, picture. This is the last uh, uh, sighting of Leatherface. Yeah. You know. And the dude only had one hand. Uh, I, I forgot. Yeah. The sound. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the photo oh. sound. The photo sound. Yeah. That was in the original, too. Yeah. But they really, uh, it really stood out in this remake, though. Absolutely. It did. It did. I love this remake. Uh, it was uh, produced by uh, Michael Bay's uh, Platinum Duns, mm-hmm. too. Uh, and and uh, I remember going to see this film at the theater, and uh, they were advertising it with news clippings. Which was real creepy and yeah. like, damn, like damn, this happened for real. Huh? Yeah, they mm-hmm. made it show uh, happen for real, but uh, we know it was inspired off of Ed Gaines, yeah. uh, psychopath, yeah. that psychopath in Wisconsin. But I, I liked. I remember seeing it uh, not in theaters, but I was in my with. I was at Northern University. It was my senior year. I was visiting my friend, 
mm-hmm. on spring break, and we watched it. Him and his girl. He had his his girl had a friend. We was all colored <laughs> up in the door watching it and stuff. It was like, man, this is dope right here. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was scary too. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. It definitely had uh, some jump jump scares in there. A mm-hmm. lot, a lot. So check out. The 2006 Texas Chainsaw Max star and also Jessica Biel. Yes. So I thought we were talking about that one. This actually came out in 2003. Yes. Oh, yeah. Arlie, it was 2003. Arlie Emery. Yeah. Oh, I said 2006. 2006 is the Texas Chainsaw beginning. Oh, my bad. Sorry, guys. Yeah. This one came out in 2003. 2003. Yes, yes, yes. Because now I think she's yeah, my senior year. Because uh, R. Lee did a hell of a job as the the sheriff. Sheriff, yeah. You know, he was always super, super creepy. Going back to Full Metal Jacket, very blue. Yeah. <laughs> and because you so. know he's a former uh, military drill sergeant right. for real in the Marines, so that right. that adds to it. You know, yeah. yeah. Smashed a bottle in old boy's face and mm-hmm. bust out his teeth too. Is that bribery? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was like saw the weed in the car and like, I smell bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a hell of an actor. Yes, yeah, he, he was. was rest rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yes. Yes. So uh that concludes our shocking endings. Uh let us know what movies did you see mm-hmm. that had shocking endings. I mean, uh you know, that's our pick. And let us know what you like in the comments. Hit us up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Follow us on TikTok. TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. And Facebook. And on YouTube. YouTube. So hit that like button, guys. Hit that subscribe button. Share. Share, share, share. We're trying to boost the channel. Yeah. Try to reach as many people as we can. We know there's billions of horror fans around the world. So let's come on. This support. Is the, the trio. The trio blood. Trio you know? blood, baby. You know, we love y'all. And until next time. See you. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>